Hi there! Welcome to Lighthouse Christian Fellowship. We are a soul-winning ministry who seeks to equip and disciple people to do the Great Commission. May this message breathe hope and life to your soul. If you haven't already, kindly share this to your family and friends on social media. Today's weekly message will be shared by Pastor Leia Hope Badoy. Be blessed! The title of uh, the word today is Go and Do the Same. Go and do the same, an uprising of kindness and helpful acts. Today, we will talk about the power of kindness. We will talk about, you know, what does kindness look like? We will talk about the reality that God calls his people to do helpful acts. And for our main text today, let me bring you to the story of the Good Samaritan in Luke 10, Uh, verses 25 to 27 and let me read it to you Jesus told the story a Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho and he was attacked by bandits they stripped him of his clothes beat him up and left him half dead beside the road by chance a priest came along but when he saw the man lying there he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, but he also passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, Take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, The man who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, Yes, now Go and do the same. Jesus said, now go and do the same. The parable speaks of a man who stopped by to help a needy person. There was a man who was ambushed, robbed, stripped, and left for dead. One passed by, but hurriedly left. Then another came, but was too busy to be interrupted. Then the story speaks of a third man, the Samaritan. He was on his way to Jericho when he saw the wounded person lying there. And so the Samaritan had compassion on the wounded person. And so he gave him first aid. And then he, 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 he took him to an inn. For, so that he can receive better medical attention. And he used his resources to help the stranger. Now the story is very interesting. Because it confronts us with our own hearts and attitude towards needy person. Understand this. God places severely beaten people right before us 
In the course of our daily lives, we are confronted with opportunities to show compassion to needy people. And all around us are neighbors. All around us are neighbors who are searching for kindness and compassion. Now, how do we usually respond to the needs around us? The story of the Good Samaritan reflects the heart of many people. You see, many people, different people with different responses towards the needs. The first man, take note of that, the first man was a priest. He was a religious leader. He came and was on his way for some business, but he just looked at the wounded person and he walked on the other side. The second man was a Levite. He was a church worker, a layman in the church. But when he saw the wounded person, he was fearful. And so he just passed by on the other side. Now the narrative speaks of a reality in the world today. Many people don't like to be bothered. Many people don't care. Many people lack compassion. You know, we just look at the need and they, oh no, I'm sorry for that person. I pity that person. But when? But then we do nothing about it. And some people just see the need, but they walk past pretending not to see the need. You know, many people nowadays don't want to be bothered. They see a situation, but they don't do anything about it. They are fearful of involvement, and so they stay away. And so both the first and the second person, they failed. They failed to show love and compassion to their neighbor. But the third man, the Samaritan, took pity on the wounded person, he had compassion, and so he, 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 he did all that he can with all of his resources to help the person in need. Now, as we go through this story, we are confronted today. Which person am I most like? The priest, the Levite? Or the Samaritan. If you look right through yourself and your responses to the need, would you respond like the priest? Would you respond like the Levite? Or would you go out of your way, have compassion, and help like the Samaritan? Which of the three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the person in need? The obvious answer, of course, is the Samaritan. And Jesus said, go and do the same. And Jesus is saying to you today, let that words reverberate in your heart and in your spirit. God says to the church today, God says to all of us today, you go and do the same. The world is full of people in need. Everywhere and every day, 
The needs are screaming before us. Victims of calamity, victims of disaster, of catastrophe, you know, medical emergency families with medical emergencies, the poor fighting for survival, you know, the, the lowly uh, natives, the lowly tribal people wanting for an upgrade in their lives, the, the stranger who cries out to to price out for provision just to get by and the list goes on and on and as we are surrounded with these things there has to be an uprising an uprising of kindness and helpful deeds now what is kindness it is a benevolent action intentionally directed towards another person it is motivated by a desire to help another what, what are helps? Helps would be defined as the act of giving or supplying aid, assistance, remedy, or relief to an individual or group. Charity and humanitarian works are manifestations of kindness. Now, listen to this. Christians are to be charitable. Christians are to be charitable. God calls us to be kind and helpful. The church must engage in acts of kindness. Why should we be kind? Let me spell out to you eight reasons for the motivation of our kindness. Number one, it is a command of God. God commands us to be kind. Ephesians 4.32 Be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as God forgave you. The Lord says be kind. 1 Thessalonians 5.15 Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong but always try to be kind to each other and to everyone else. You see, to be kind and to help is a divine command and it is at the very heart of Christianity. Number two, we are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. God blesses us so that we may be a blessing to others. Amen. You see, when you care and when you give to others, it is not just a social responsibility, but it is also our Christian duty to help. Number three, kindness is our response to the kindness of God shown to us. We are kind to others because God is kind to us. We are to treat others with genuine kindness because of the kindness that God has shown to us through Jesus Christ. Number four, kindness reveals the love of God within us. John 13, 34 to 35, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. You see, when we do charity acts, when we are kind, it confirms our faith in God. The righteous are known for the simple acts of kindness. Understand, we are the hands and feet of Jesus in this world and kindness reveals that you are a child of God. Number five, kindness and goodness are fruits of the Holy Spirit. 
Galatians 5, 22 and 23 tell us, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see, when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, it is natural for us to move in kindness and goodness. Number six, kindness makes you more like Christ. You know, we have, we, our goal is to grow in Christ-likeness. Understand that kindness is part of the wonderful character of God. He is known for His loving kindness. Kindness is a behavior of Christ. And as a child of God, we need to behave like Jesus. And uh, when we are kind, we reflect the character of God. Number seven, our acts of kindness bring glory to God. Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, Let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. So when we do acts of kindness, we're giving glory to God. We're pointing Jesus. We're pointing people to God. And so Colossians 3, 17, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of God. Number eight, kindness is planting seeds of the gospel. You know, when you do acts of kindness, you're sharing the love of God in practical ways. By performing acts of kindness, you are sharing the gospel in simple, non-confrontational ways. People know about God. You introduce the love of God, not just through words, but through practical deeds of kindness. Amen. Are we learning something? Praise God. Can we give God a clap of praise? Now Matthew 12, 31 says, Jesus commands us to love your neighbor as yourself, which leads to the question, who is our neighbor? Who is our neighbor? Who would be the target of our helpful deeds? Number one, the family of believers, church members. Galatians 6.10, therefore, we have opportunity to do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Number two, who is our neighbor? The strangers. Strangers in need. You know, it's natural. It's, it's easy for us to show kindness to your relatives, to your friends, but we need to go farther than that. The wounded man in the story was a total stranger. We are to direct our kindness towards strangers who cannot repay us. Now, I'd like to give you a few points about doing kindness projects. Number one, humanitarian work does not have to be all about money. You know, it doesn't have to be all about money. You don't have to be moneyed. You don't have to be rich to do charity work. You know, you can help people in other ways other than giving monetary donations. There is no excuse. You cannot say, na wala kwarta, kulang pagani, muhatag pako. Ayaw na oy. You know, for example, there are certain things in your house that you no longer need. Why keep it? Why not give it away and bless someone with it who would be so happy to have it? Or probably you can, you can offer a skill. 
You can you can serve. You can volunteer. You could you can do a kind act. Listen to somebody, visit somebody. It does not have to be monetary. Number two, kind people point to the source of their kindness. As for us believers, we do kindness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we always make it known that we do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We do not steal the glory from God. If you don't do that, you know the glory will go to you. The credit will go. Now we always give back the glory to God. Amen. So in some ways, you know, we point our good deeds. Uh, we, we allow God, point our good deeds, point people to God. Amen. Number three, as we have done it to others, we have done it to the Lord and He will reward us. Mark 9, 41, Jesus said, Anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name will certainly not lose his reward. Matthew 25, 35, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me into your home. Matthew 25, 40, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of this, my brethren, you have done it for me. Understand this. God sees. God sees all acts of kindness and God remembers. God remembers and God rewards. Amen. All right. Give God a clap of praise. Number four, corporate church efforts can lead to greater impact. Now, individually, of course, we can do acts of kindness in various meaningful ways. But there is tremendous impact in a collective earth effort, in, in corporate effort as a church. You see, when we, we pull our resources together, we make a bigger impact. A, a bigger we make a bigger impact and a bigger difference to a bigger majority because there is strength, there is impact in strength and unity. Number five, you can extend kindness and do charity work even if you have your own struggles. Woo! We are all fighting our battles. But that is not an excuse not to be kind, not to be helpful. Everyone has problems and troubles and griefs. But there is a time that we need to be selfless. Do you know that helping people is actually one of the best way to de-stress? It is actually one of the major boosters, joy boosters. So, when you are in trouble, when you have a problem, but you help other people, you forget yourself. Wow, you know, you, 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 you feel a lot better. There's a, a dose of joy and hope that comes into your life. Number six, kindness is an end in itself. And not just a means to an end. We don't have any agenda. We don't have any hidden uh, hidden agenda, no strings attached. Kindness must be unconditional. You know, here in the church, we have helped so much. 
We send money to this and that ministry. We give away to this group of people. Some of those people will never make it here at Lighthouse. They will never be part of Lighthouse. They will never come to your life group. But we help anyway. We help anyway. Because there is no agenda. Kindness is an end in itself. It is not just a means to an end, but it is an end in itself. Number seven, your acts of kindness inspires others to do the same and leads to a moral elevation. You see, kindness is very contagious. When you see someone extending kindness to other people, it is a motivation. It, it motivates you and inspires you to do the same. And number eight, Acts of kindness helps and benefits the giver. You know, when you do something kind, you yourself gets blessed. Ikaw mismo makadawat. No? You know, charity work is not without benefits to the volunteers and the givers. In my life, some of the greatest joys in my life have come from the sacrificial giving. When you spend yourself to help others, when, when you give out money to help the poor, grabe, it is really a source of joy. You know, a, a famed Harvard study showed that when giving away money rather than spending it, it was those who gave it away that felt happiest afterwards. Amen. And so, uh, when you do a kind of act of kindness, it all comes back to you in many ways. You enjoy better health, you know, be, uh, improve uh, emotional and physical well-being. It increases your mood and your energy level. It makes you a happier person. Amen. So, pag tayo nagtutulong sa ibang tao, hindi tayo lugi. Are we learning something? Praise God. Now, it's time that there needs to be an uprising of kindness and helpful acts. I want this word to change all of us. We cannot remain the same. We have to level up in our acts of kindness. There has to be an uprising of mercy and compassionate acts. Now, let me tell you about Lighthouse. The church has uh, have compassion and mercy ministries. Ang Lighthouse po, you don't always see us report it here because of little time. We don't always report about it, but a lot of things happen day in and day out in the months, during the year, as the church endeavors to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world. So, these are projects that are active displays of kindness to individuals, groups, and communities. Now, let me, firstly, I, I would like to tell you about the iHelp projects of Lighthouse. iHelp, help means bringing hope, encouragement, love, and provision to our commu local community. And so iHelp projects are things that we do giving and blessing, you know, responses to uh, disaster or needs in the community. These are things that we do right here in our local community in Davao and neighboring localities. Now, 
You, we don't ask you money for our iHelp projects because we take it from the offerings. Actually, this church spends around 20%. This church gives away about 20% of our collection to acts of kindness. Whether it's members care, giving to other organizations, giving to outreaches, I help, bless the nations program, missions program. We, this is non-negotiable for us. We give it away because we know that this is one way that we can serve God. We, we help other organizations. We help other churches. And so, firstly, I would like to show you a video on the I Help projects that Lighthouse is doing. Roll VTR. just want to speak the name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is power Your name is healing Your name is life
Praise God. You know, eye help is something that we do regardless of race, regardless of gender, regardless of color, regardless of status in life. We just want to help people in need. Our neighbors, our immediate neighbors here in Davao and nearby communities. There is another thing that the church is doing. We call it Bless the Nations program. The Bless the Nations program targets tribal groups, people groups, locally and internationally. And for many years, we have started this in 2016, and we have continued doing it uh, until, until when the pandemic started. And then the mission strip st stopped. But even when the mission strip stopped, we have been continue to, continuing to give support to missionaries and other organizations abroad. Now, the Bless the Nations missions program, we do it in partnership with local churches, with missionaries, mission agencies, and other humanitarian organizations in, on the ground. In as much as they are there, they have people, they have a, a, a growing work, we support them. And by doing so, we know that we are doing our bit of share to make a difference in the world. Now, the Bless the Nation programs uh, includes feeding programs for children, providing for their school needs, helping, uh, helping uh, homes, children's homes, support, uh, missionary care, party for daddy God's favorite, campus evangelism, uh, honoring the missionaries, heaven's heroes. We support missionaries, missionary care programs. Also, we, we uh, give uh, uh, irregular support to Bible schools as well as su supplies, some supplies for Bible school students. Now, let me show you a video on our Bless the Nations program here at Lighthouse. Sing your praise. 
Come on, let's give God a clap of praise. Woo! Woo! Last night, when the video was submitted for, for approval and I viewed it, I broke down in tears. I really cried to the Lord. I was reminded of the many mission trips that we had before the pandemic. And the Lord reminded me of, you know, that there are people waiting for us. We would get emails, when are you coming back to San Claburi? When are you coming back for Chiang Mai? The missionaries are waiting for us. The children are waiting for us. And as I watched the video, I was just gripped with the, um, a grip with a, a feeling that, a sense that you want to do more. And I repented last night, said, God, sorry that you have stopped for a while. We have not been able to go out. And I know that we could have done more. You know, you see here, bold right in front, lighthouse to the nations. Lighthouse to the nations. We intentionally place it there to remind us that this church will not just exist for this family, but this church exists to be a blessing to the nation. Yes, we will continue with church growth. We will continue with discipleship. We will continue with life groups and whatever we are doing here, but we are not to neglect our Christian responsibility to bless the nations of the world. I know that, you know, things like this and projects like this can be very, can entail a lot of hard work and a lot of finances. But Lighthouse will continue. We will not stop. We will not stop. This church is a missional church. This church is a missional church. In fact, our desire, Pastor Latour and I desire for this church to expand our social services to cater to more communities, cities, and nations. There is a growing populace that needs help and the church needs to become the light and salt of the world. The church must do her share. We cannot let uh, the other NGOs, the government to do all the helping. The church and the people of God must do her share to help her community. The church must help provide hope for an ailing and hurting world, not just with words, but with actions. The church must become the hands and feet of Jesus in this difficult time to love our neighbors in creative and effective ways. I know we may not be able to do much big-scale charity work, 
But certainly, we can do something. And this coming December, we're planning something for the church. And we're inviting you to join us. We're inviting you to take part in our missions program for December. Let me tell you what we are up to in the coming month. We would like to give Christmas cheers to different tribes and communities. We're targeting three tribes. Tinananon tribe, Ata Manobo tribe, Matigsalog tribe. Let me show you. We are giving, we want to give you an opportunity to give, to take part, to volunteer and join us. Firstly, we have Pamaskung Handog sa tribo Tinananon. This one is with Lumad Foundation. This one is going to be in Lanao Kuran in Arakan, December 14. Our targets would be pastors, church leaders, and tribal leaders. And uh, this is our need. 50 half sack of rice, 50 blue water containers, 50 towels, grocery packs, uh, 7,000 to give them t-shirts, raffle prices for games. You know, you know the delight that you see in their face just to receive a caldero. Caldero. Just to receive that water jug. Ay, grabe. They're so happy. Just to receive the takuri and the pitchel. Ay, grabe. Giilugan ang caldero. Giilugan ang karahay. You know, the little that we have means much to them. And so we're gathering we're gathering uh, household items to give away. Uh, we're gathering blankets, towels, and all of that will go to the tribes. Now, there is another project that we have in December 17. This one targeting Ata Manobo tribe. Ito, mas larger scale ito. We are they're actually expecting 300 to 500 people to attend. We will bless 120 families. We will prepare 120 family packs. That includes 5 kilos of rice, yung sako ng bigas na tagas limang kilo. Packs of bulad, black coffee, and then grocery packs. Toyo, asukal, uh, sardinas, biplop, noodles, grabe. And we will do Project Happy Feet. We will gather as many slippers as we can. Slippers, around 300 to 500 slippers of all sizes. We just put them there and we just ask them, go get what you like. Get two or three for your family. And so, those are our needs. Now, we want everyone to participate. Let there be an act of kindness. You may be a student, you don't have much. Buy one kilo of rice, one kilo of sugar. It doesn't have to be big. There is no such thing as a small act of kindness when it is done for the Lord. The little that you have can be a source of blessing for other people. Now, we want everyone to take part. There is no excuse na, gamay naman akong sweldo, dili. Perhaps one family, okay? Our family, we'd like to sponsor two families. We'll give them all that package for the family. Perhaps one network, okay. Okay, give, we will take care of ten. 10 families, but we want everyone to participate in this. We want you to give an opportunity for everyone to participate. And next Sunday, for the next three weeks, the, we, will have, we will put up a donation center. You can buy something there in the grocery, bring it up. Okay, here's my share. And the donation center will be somewhere in Alodia, young children's room. 
A portion of that will be, uh, someone will be taking donations. You can turn over your donation uh, for that every Sunday. Are you excited? And uh, we can also take volunteers with us as long as you provide your own ride. Praise God. So we'll probably be able to take 50 to 70 volunteers with us on the actual day of gift giving. Praise God. Is the Lord speaking to us? Now, may I ask everyone to please stand and may I ask the worship team to come. Pastor Latour to come as well. I like to end with this verse. Matthew 25, 40. Verily I say to you, inasmuch as ye done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it to me. James 2.20, faith without works is dead. Today, we'll make room for kindness in our lives. God has given us, Billy Graham said, God has given us two hands. One to receive and the other to give. And we challenge you today, be the person who touches the lives of other people who are in great need. Be the person who brings joy and happiness to someone else's life. Be the person who takes away the misery people are facing because of disaster. I like to end with this quote by John Wesley, told 250 years ago. It says, Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can. Let us pray. Come on, let's close our eyes. Can we raise our hands to the Lord and begin to respond to the message? Our Father in Heaven, salamat Panginoon sa iyong kabutihan. Salamat Lord sa pangusap mo sa amin ngayon. God, we surrender to you. Come on, respond to the Lord. Just tell Him you are, you're saying yes, you want to do something. Respond to the Word of God. Lord, gusto ho namin maging instruments, Lord, ng iyong uh, kindness, ng iyong mercy. Help us, Lord God. I, I will give. Lord, come on, tell the Lord. Lord, I will give. Lord, maghatag ko gamisan gamay na yun. Magpadaplan ko kwarta, Lord. Magtabang ko sa mga kapos. Mga nangilahanglan, Lord. Help me in the name of Jesus. Come on, just tell the Lord today. God, I will do something. Lord, I will not postpone this. Hindi ko maingon nga later na, next year na, Lord. I will, I will do something, Lord God, soon. Lord, in this campaign, oh God, help me, Lord. Come on, just respond to God. And as you're praying, I want to talk to those who have not yet surrendered their lives to the Lord. The greatest gift is the gift of Jesus. The greatest kindness is the kindness of the Son of God dying for you and me for our salvation. Give your life to the Lord. Tell Him today, God, I need you. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I surrender to you. Come on, give your life to the Lord. Alam mo, hindi tama ang relasyon mo sa Panginoon. Bigyan mong buhay mo sa Kanya. Lord God, I surrender to you. Pasailo ako sa akong mga salagino. Forgive me of my sins. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, take over my life. I surrender to you. Come on, give your life to God. Give your life to God right now. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you are blessed, changed, and encouraged. If you enjoy this podcast, please share and click the notification bell so you will be notified for every new upload. Lighthouse Christian Fellowship can now be your home church no matter where you live. 
head over to our Facebook page or YouTube channel and stay connected online. God bless you. Until next time.